Hi, welcome to Bear With Me, the quirky queer zone. The place where you'll... The... <laughs> Shut up. It's a tongue twister. The place where... <laughs> oh, fuck's sake. The place where you'll get our take... Let's start again. Should we start again? Yeah. Hi, welcome to Bear With Me, the Quirky Queer Zone. The place where... You'll, uh, oh, my God. The place where... <laughs> the place where you'll get erotic on a world from a queer bear point of view. <laughs> just keep going, just keep going. You can contact us by email at... Podcastbearwithme at gmail.com And Instagram at... Podcastbearwithme We're your hosts. I'm Stephen. And I'm Mark. And I just could not fucking do that at all. <laughs> wow. Look at me. Oh, Wow. <laughs> What happened? I don't know. I could not get the the words place where you'll out my mouth. I couldn't do it. I actually couldn't do it. Right, anyway. So we've not done a, a an actual like podcast podcast for a month. Suppose. Yeah. Really? Is it that long? Four weeks. Yes, four yeah. weeks. So apologies, do you want to yes. do this? Because obviously you're gonna be smug. I'm not gonna be smug. But I wasn't going to be smug. What? It's an audio. Listen for the smugness. No, I wasn't going to be smug. You had commented when we were talking about you not posting thirst traps. When was this? Four weeks ago. <laughs> but we've not done an episode, so... <laughs> so, as part of your I don't post thirst traps, you said that most of what you would think I would deem as a thirst trap was pre-March. And you were wrong. I think you actually said five, and there was only two. So, you got that wrong. Okay, that's it. Yeah, I thought you had one for Phil as well. Yeah, I can't, I can't, I cannot find it. But when we were talking about Devil Prada, Phil had said Emily, and it should have been Andy. Ooh, bad gay Phil. Yeah, bad gay. So, yes. well, So we're going to kind of cover January because it has been like a month. It's pretty much so, January. So, yeah. So I mean, from my point of view, my first thing, which I which I forgot from the first one, is obviously in the UK bad TV start specifically yes. bad reality TV so you've got The Masked Singer The Greatest Dancer Dancing on Ice hasn't there been something else? Um, Love Island Winter Ugh. which I don't watch so I can't um, comment on any of that but I've, I've, I really like The Greatest Dancer I think it's so awful but great fun but I also love The Masked Singer I started watching The Masked Singer and I just got bored. Of course you did. I'm not going to lie. I got bored. But I like watching The Masked Singer for the last 15 minutes. I only want to know who the yeah, star no, exactly. is. Yeah, exactly. And it's like an hour and a half long. It's like, oh, no, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Um, so yeah, what did you think of all the bad TV? Bad TV, it's been fun. It's been enjoyable. As I say, I think The Masked Singer, the concept for The Masked Singer is The concept is really good. The format for it in the UK, the judges didn't, work and I feel it was just a little bit too long yeah I like Davina on it and I like Rita Ora on it I didn't like the two guys that, Jonathan Ross yeah. and the boy from Hangover yeah I didn't like them kind of bookending them yeah a little bit Rita Ora's funny I love she's, Rita she's Ora. so much funnier than I thought she'd be 
Um, so yeah, no, I just thought I'd mention that. And obviously, there was loads of Netflix series that have dropped as yes, well. You binge, you were binge watching. Not just you, <laughs> I binge watching everyone. Everyone at work is binge watching Call the Midwife, and I'm like, no. It's because it, the Christmas special was so far fetched, and it was bla- based in Scotland this year. So they based it in the Isles. Yeah. So um, and I've it's something I went back and I've watched it almost all the way through now in this what nine seasons. Something like um, that. That just sounds like <laughs> hell to me. But they're really short seasons because they're, yeah. U- they're UK seasons, so they're only what six, eight episodes yeah. a season. So it's relatively quick, and it's all set. Because in... it was the it was the winter drama that was kind of took over from Downton Abbey's sort of time space, wasn't it? Yeah, and it was never. I don't think it was ever expected to be as no. long running as it's, as it's turned out to be. I I just think it's that sort of. To me, it's that easy winter TV. It's something I'm watching in the background. I don't yeah. need to think, and because each episode is contained, there's not a long there's not a lot of long story arcs in it which is nice sometimes yeah. um, and then obviously AJ and the Queen yeah, dropped so I've still not watched all of it I don't know if I'm going to con- continue watching all of it I think it's worth sticking with right it's the first two three episodes I got up to the bit where they're in Nashville so you've seen the hot cowboy I've there was two cowboys the yes. couple Yes. yes. So you've seen the hot cowboy. Have you seen RuPaul having sex yet? In the car? Yes. Oh, with that really hot black guy. <laughs> oh my god, yes. I did not stalk him on Instagram at all. I was gonna say the bad totally did. But oh like he was gorgeous. Yes, I um, saw that. I just it's it's the acting is so weird, but the script is very good. I really liked Latrice in it. Latrice is fun in it. I really liked and uh, Monique Hart. I liked who was playing the villain. Which was, one? The, the one with the, the eye patch, yeah. Yes. Although that whole bit where they reveal that she's got red eye and that's the whole, oh my God, that's her villain, like, superpower. That was awful. Oh, oh I don't know if I'm going to watch it. But I did watch Cheer. Remind me which one Cheer is. It's I can't the docu-series it. about the university cheer group that goes to nationals. Yes, I've never it's seen that. so good. I watched the other thing about the the sci-fi thing about the they're hunting oh the October yes October effect October faction something like that um no I sat and binge watched that that was actually quite fun as well it's 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 relatively quick um it feels quite like Archer yeah um and it's so, some of the twists in that were fun but it felt like two TV series in one so yeah. it started off going one way and then and then switched very quickly um, and I think oh and then um, Archie's Riverdale's back yeah Riverdale's back I've got two episodes to catch up on and Sabrina's back Ugh. I don't know if I'm going to go back to Sabrina I've only seen watch season one and I had enough I was a little bit bored I don't like her, her as an actress and I think that's my problem and I'm like I'm not going to get over that until they recast someone else yeah I just don't like her as an actor yeah I, I get that um um, so wow we watched a lot of TV we did watch a lot of TV um, so we'll review the decade thing I know I kind of keep bringing this up but I yes. think I'm going to pull it for another for maybe a month <gasps> or so that was my idea oh, was it? yes Fair I literally enough. had that conversation an hour ago we'll maybe not we'll maybe do it when we do the ask me anything episode I was going to pull it completely so <sighs> but we're going to do it anyway <laughs> we're going to do it then but we are having another Ask Us Yeah, we are going to do another Ask Me Anything question. Which is also going to be... Are we going to do our year review of 2019 as well at that probably, point as well? Yeah. So probably, like, March-ish. Yeah, we've done it last time round. So 
So, you know, Daddy your, Paul, who keeps yes. complaining that we've not done it yet. It's yes. coming. Get your questions in. Get your questions in. Take bets on whose number is what. We'll put last year's numbers up. Yeah. <laughs> um, Jesus. <laughs> and you can see what's different there. Um, I still think your months will be the same. What do you mean? <laughs> For when you're busy and not busy. Oh, I always hibernate during hibernation season. It's great. Um, November to March. It is, and then obviously local news. We've kind of yes. got local news, interesting things to go through for, from. Which January. I'm probably going to have to click the links because yeah. I can't really remember. So, so the first one, which I am so surprised you missed getting pictures of this, Edinburgh Castle was lit up was in the Glasgow. colours of the rainbow flag uh, to celebrate. Was it one year since the changing of um, LGBTQ plus people in the military forces? Yes. So it was lifted. So twentieth, sorry, twentieth anniversary, twentieth anniversary of it being lifted. So they they lit Edinburgh Castle up and in the rainbow colours. It was great, and I wish I'd seen this because I've, I've, you see the red a lot of yeah. the castle. Um, but the other colours were great. It was a great article uh, for it, and that was it was great support for the community. It just didn't feel like it was publicised very well. But Edinburgh Castle generally don't. What they usually do is they just do it and then say, "Oh, we done this thing. Here's some photos." Mm-hmm. And then the next one is you. No, the next one's you. Really? Yep. I thought the next one was you. Nope, the next one's you. All right. It's in blue. Oops. So I'm yellow. <laughs> so much so. Um, so the new Batman movie is going to be filmed in Glasgow. No, 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 no. Backtrack. What? Uh, you have lots of yellow for bits of clothing and things. No, I don't. Do you not? I thought you did. No. Bits. No. Oh, well. But anyway, on you I go. I stand mistaken. So they're going to be filming the new Batman movie yes. in Glasgow with um, Twilight actor. I know, Robert Pattinson. Yay, sparkly Batman. Um, so that should be fun. I don't know if they're casting for extras or anything, but I was in Glasgow when they filmed um, the zombie movie with Brad Pitt. World War Z. Yes, World War Z. Um, so in watching that movie, because they use Glasgow very much in the first... Yeah. That, that opening first, first 15 minutes, which is supposed to be Philadelphia... Is almost all Glasgow, and it's fascinating watching it how it sits in the movie. Um, so I imagine they're going to do much the same around around Glasgow. I'm curious to know whether they'll go and use something like Kelvin Grove as Gotham Manor. No, I think it's the they're doing the car chases to make it look like Chicago. Ah. Um. Then it's we both see we actually yes. we actually seen this just at the same time. Yeah, so um, this is amazing news, and this is I think it shows the power of what pre-exposure and post-exposure prophylaxis can do on the HIV community because it's not it's not a gay issue; mm-hmm. it's a human issue, and this was one of those things that actually there's a, a higher increase in heterosexual new cases than gay new cases of HIV. So, um, the number of people diagnosed with HIV in the UK has dropped substantially since 2012, according to the figures released by the Public Health England. Um, gay and bisexual men have experienced the most dramatic decline in new infections, with rates falling by 71%. That is amazing. That's huge. This, this is the first couple of steps into having HIV no longer a thing in the UK by 2030, because that's the the new sort of goal is 2030 no new case of HIV everything with you know you equals you undetectable is now a livable 
disease rather than a death sentence. Huge, huge, huge improvements. Um, and the figures are just, like, astronomical. So there's an estimated 103,000 um, people living with HIV in the UK in 2018, and 93% of them are diagnosed. Um, of them, 97% um, are receiving treatment. And as a result, 97% of them can no longer transmit the virus. So that now means, because we, Scotland had already posted that we hit the 1990-90. Yes. So that now means that the whole of the mainland UK has now hit that 1990 target, the triple 90 target, which means that by 2030, we should hit that target of no new cases of HIV within the UK. Which is definitely all good news. I mean... The one I was fascinated off reading the back of the study is what I didn't know is there is another drug out there does the same thing as PrEP but doesn't necessarily have the impact on the kidneys. Yeah. Um, the problem is I can't pronounce it. What is it? Um, the one in the brackets. Antiretroviral cells entry? That might be it. I don't know. I can't I can't remember how to pronounce it because um, that was fascinating me because my kidney test function often comes back. Um quite low so, yeah. so so they're always kind of very aware of it which is quite funny because I'm the opposite so I've always had kidney issues yes and my kidney function is probably the best it's ever been which is I'm putting it down to the but on another note out of this what's hilarious what? me and Stephen have finally oh, synced up on Monday I know apparently we're both getting tested at the same time at the same thing. time <laughs> on Monday morning Jesus that's um, the first time it is and speaking of testing yes. Paul obviously made the point on the last one yes. which he, he said because we haven't spoken about it a lot obviously we're conscious of, of our status and we know we're tested regularly and yep. one of the the advantages to being in Scotland obviously is PrEP is ready available and it's free um, and the expectation is obviously you're tested more regular yep. and a lot of the stats where you see there's an increase in infection the transmission rate is reducing because people are tested exactly. more regularly um, but but Paul was explaining when he was over, they don't often have that option. So they do a free post and check yeah. service, which was fascinating. So so if anyone ever has any questions about testing in Scotland or anything that they want to ask us, by all means, drop a message in the podcast. Yeah. Um, both me and you have probably had some of the most embarrassing experiences oh, God, yeah. <laughs> going through the clinic. And you can listen to those. Yes. Either on, I mean, just trying to get appointments, Stephen's... Veins, hitting him. Yeah, I have shy veins. Can't um, help it. It's not my fault. Oh, it, it, it's all fun again. Oh, and the next one, this was great. So again, we're working through January. I get a random message on Instagram. <laughs> I almost cried. So to, so to give you context, I get this. We'd arranged to go to the cinema, I think. No. Had we? I think it was a cinema Yes, thing. it was. It was. Um, and I got this. Rand- it was also the day before Paul and Phil came to Edinburgh. Yes. So I got a random message on Instagram, Instagram. going, "Hi, this is Stephen. Please check your DMs <laughs> under one of my pictures." <laughs> so <laughs> my phone died. It literally died. I was on it. We were setting up the new work app uh-huh. that tells me what my shifts are, which doesn't work. But that's besides the point. Phone was at like 95% power, put it in my pocket, took it out of my pocket, and I was going to message someone about work. And it was black. 
So I went up to our phone tech team and was like, my phone's not working, can you fix it? They're like, have you tried your hardware? I was like, yeah, I've tried that. Have you tried plugging it in? I've tried that. We don't know then. <laughs> I was like, but my phone's died. My phone has died. I love your tech team supports. Have you turned it on and off again? <laughs> but the thing is, unless you go into Apple, yeah. there's nothing that, that tech teams can really do apart from have you turned it on and off, have you put, uh, have you charged it up? So to let anyone understand, I really do live and lead my life from my phone. Yes. So I run BCMB from my phone. I run the podcast from the po- the phone. I all my work stuff and my schedule and everything, all my doctor appointments and physios are all on my phone. So if I don't have my phone, I literally stuck like uh, like. Do you know what's even <laughs> what what Stephen's not mentioning and what was more satisfying is in fact the watch was still working. The, the, so yes. you were still getting notifications. No, I wasn't. Oh, did you stop? So that's the thing. So my watch was still attached and tethered to my phone. So I then thought, right, I'm going to turn my watch off and then turn it back on because sometimes that happens. It's like, nope, it's still tethered. So I kept pinging my phone and everything. Nope, nothing's happening. And then I tried to text people from my watch and I was like, nope, it's not going out. So the, that was when I texted you. So um, one of the girls I work with, I was like, do you have Instagram? I was like, I need to borrow your phone. So I had to find the most innocuous photo that you post because again, you don't post thirst traps. So it was like the one non semi-naked photo that you had in the last sort of like four weeks. I'd like to point out you all heard Stephen admit that I do not post thirst traps there. That's not what I said. You said that I do. Yeah, and I think they all understood that that was sarcastic. No, no. What you said, but what you said is not what yes, you meant. I think I think everyone like perceived that to be the sarcasm that it was um, acquitted with. Stephen agreed with me. No, I didn't. So I. I found a photo and it's like, there's Stephen, please read your messages. <laughs> but she's got the cutest dog. So then I had to message you and say, you know, I am still, we're still sorted for tonight. My phone's not working, it's died. Like, to be fair, I was really surprised that I wasn't freaking out as much as I would have, like maybe a year ago. Because I totally would have freaked out. Um, but my phone started working again. And my biggest thing was more the fact that Paul and Phil were coming over and I was like, shit, what the hell? But my phone's working. It's all good. We have. I've just realised, sorry, I missed one of yours. Yes, you did. <laughs> but it's fine. It's kind of past now. I don't know. It's fun. So, so, so again, because we're recapping January, you're big notice oh. for January. So everyone seems to have that Greta Thunberg jacket. The yellow Suvesta jacket. Yes, they're awful. They're awful. And everyone has it. And they're all the same. But I just want to point out, Georgie wrote it better. I don't think you get that reference. No, I don't. It's from it. Okay. The little boy that that gets pulled down the sewer. He's Georgie. He wrote it better. So yeah, they've gone with Paddington Bear. Wore it better. No. It just... Like, she's not a style icon. And they're hideous. But they're practical. They they might be practical, but I've not seen anyone that looks flattering in that jacket. Sometimes you just want something which keeps you dry. I don't care, no. And in this city, that's fashion. No, fashion over function. (laughs) Next one's yours. I thought yellow was you. Oh, yeah. No, the blue's me. I've just, well, because we skipped. I skipped one. We went back and now we're going forward. Yellow's me. You heard him, right? I'm wrong, okay? I'm wrong. This is why I get confused. Um, so yeah, there was. Right, how do I, how do I go about this without sounding like a horrible person? 
This gay kid in Australia basically ambushed our drag queen reads books to school kids with some vile things that he was saying. Yeah. While the while the kids were still in the library. And, you know, it kind of went viral and he committed suicide. Not condoning that, you know. I understand why people were saying the things they were saying about him and to him yes. because of his actions. But it should never lead to suicide. And it shouldn't. But what I thought was not funny because it's not a funny situation but you know you should really see the comedy in every bad situation yeah is that his family were like oh he's not homophobic and you don't really know him and blah 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 so was he mentally ill like what like people kept saying you don't understand him but he spouted so much vile homophobic rhetoric constantly to the point where his group were banished from the university because they were that homophobic and it's quite a conservative university it's like no, like, I just, oh, it was just, when I was reading it, it was just, I was so frustrated by it. It was like, because they were constantly saying, oh, but he's not mentally ill and blah, blah, blah. So it's just a homophobe, so that makes it better. So that, that gives him the right to go in and disrupt children hearing stories. Like, why, what? You know, if it was if it bothered him that much, why did he not say me and my group will come and read stories to the kids rather than film them attacking a drag queen? It just it just it annoyed me. And but similar to the you know the student going around the university campus for the um, people using the toilets. Yes. To, 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 and it's taking away from the death and what happened to the guy afterwards. But it's that sort of someone wanting a shock reaction to have on YouTube to get an impression. Yeah, no, exactly. And there is and a whole generation of kids coming up with oh, that. That is how, how how they live. And I think this hopefully is going to be a lesson to people that think they can do that. That if you fight against something that's see if it was if they were fighting against something that had some sort of meaning to it. But you're literally fighting against one human being reading a book and a story to another human being that wasn't getting that interaction. Yeah. You know, they're not fighting against, you know, environmental damage by big companies. Again, I don't think it's a fitting ending. I don't think that the situation should have escalated to the point where he felt that the only way out was to commit suicide. However... But that's not your point here. Your point is he has, is how the family reacted yeah. to, to, to kind of... And I suppose it's it's how you deal with grief and things as well. So you do not want to believe the person you love It couldn't be that person they're telling you to, irrespective of the hard evidence. Yeah. And it's, it's a hard one because it's like... I feel sorry for the family. I don't feel sorry for him at all. I mm. don't. And I think in situations like that, I never ever feel sorry for, for that type of person when they're going after other people yeah. I feel sorry for the family so it was the same with Tank I don't necessarily feel sorry for him and the fact that and everything that happened because he he was an adult he made those choices he chose to go over to America he chose to sign those contracts that basically signed his life away yeah but it's his family that I felt sorry for yeah and it's that thing Again, Tank didn't deserve 
you know. So for, con- for the context of people don't understand the, the, the we've spoken about program. Tank before. We have, but it's just if, if anyone's so, listening to a one yeah, episode, so Tank it's... again, it seems to be Australians. Yeah, um, Tank was Australian, and he was. Could we call it a cult? No, he was he was involved in a BDSM polyamorous relationship. <sighs> that that that's. I wouldn't necessarily we... say it was a relationship. It was a contract. It was literally a contract. Like he signed a co- he signed a contract he did, he did to say that he was he signed he signed a contract, but the contract was still part of their relationship. Um, and part of that contract was to mutilate his body by grossly injecting silicon into his testicles. That then turned into silicon migration, and it killed him. Yes. I don't necessarily feel sorry for Tank. Again. He knew what he was getting into. There's a lot of people were at that point were saying, but he didn't really. But he had a lawyer read the contract. Mm-hmm. The lawyer explained to him exactly what that contract meant. So I don't necessarily feel... I feel sorry for the way that it ended. But it's, it's always the families I feel sorry for. I never feel sorry for the supposed victim. Yes. So yeah, I just wanted to add that. Because I don't know if... Because not a lot of people that I really talked to had seen that about the the kid that committed suicide <sighs> I think it's an interesting because it's the other end of the argument because often we would talk about someone who is gay and as a result of the yes. bullying they have committed suicide yeah. this is the other extreme where you've got the person who was caught out causing the abuse exactly has then and it's uh, I don't know I don't know. I know. It's all right. I'm going to move on to mine next. Yes. So we're going from we're going from that. Sorry, to, I picked to, really like deep, like proper, like full on, like and wow. My, and, and mine's, a, I don't know, mine's still quite fun. Yeah. So again, January sees um, International Fetish Day. So International Fetish Day was originally set up in the United Kingdom and started in 2008. It falls on the third February of every year. So this year it was January the 15th. So it was great for my friends. I've seen a lot of rubber pictures, yeah. a lot of leather pictures. A lot of cigar pictures, a lot of pop pictures, and it's more about bringing fetish, often bringing the fetish scene out into the mainstream, and as yeah. well as looking at decriminalising some of the fetish aspects of porn sometimes, and those kind of things that people sometimes disagree with. Uh-huh. You know, people are going to do these things, but do you know what? Sometimes being open and honest mm-hmm. just kind of makes it through, and I think it's always important to to kind of celebrate your know, differences or celebrate what you're into. That was it. That was that was all I had. I just thought it was, it was happening in January. I know it's a bit of yeah. a, a bit of a, a line from yours. Um, and then the next one is you again. Nope, sure. No, sorry. Next one was me. It's the Bear Calendar events, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. So I found um, the World Bear. So Bear World Magazine have done the twenty greatest or the twenty most rated um, bear events to go to. You've opened the page and now mine's won't open. <laughs> Yeah, so it's the 20 bit events around the world to look forward to in 2020 um, I think your comment was Manchester doesn't feature in any of them yeah Bear Scots does so and, and there's, <laughs> there's there's a lot of international ones yeah. so I mean so I think what they've done is they've, they've went round each sort of continent and picked picked so some I think, I think the big shout out from the early ones for me is the ones close to our hands so you've got March you've yes. got Bear Fail um, which we've also got Amsterdam Bear Weekend we have but I still think we should send Paul and the boy that would be over awesome. at Dublin um, that one Mr Bear Thailand and then Mr Bear Europe contest yep 
Um, but the link is great. So if if anyone's looking for bear events they want to do, um, October the first to the fourth, Bear Scots. God, so it's early this year. Yes. I just. Uh, and then. Bear Pride Tel Aviv, then Germany Bear Pride Cologne. It's. I mean, it is it is definitely worth. It's a good. Go, go, it's, go a good to, it's a, it's a, it's a good it's a link good and it's a good review and the reviews are quite honest about the events. Um, which is quite nice. I just, I felt like they missed something not put in. Man, yeah, neither of Manchester's yeah. getting, gets a hit, especially in considering um, prehab is getting bigger and bigger every year. But I think I think prehab prehab will again become. It'll do that thing if it'll rejuvenate, become bigger. People yeah. will start to go and then they fall off. I think with Bay Scots, it f- has that lucky one where there's a few events happening, so people can kind of do a yeah. couple over a fortnight if they're on holiday. Um, right, next one, yes. definitely you. Because um, I've seen this as oh, well, yes. almost at the same yes. time. Yes, so. Oh, uh, turfs. And, and it's so it's so strange. It's such a, a it's, strange article. Yeah, so um, a Scottish woman said that she was, um, it was absolutely ridiculous that she was kicked out of an LGBT plus bar in Glasgow at the weekend for wearing an LGB Alliance t shirt. So, for anyone that doesn't know what the LGB Alliance t-shirts are, is they're anti... Essentially, they're anti-trans lesbians. That was where it started from. They don't feel that trans women should be part of the LGBT community because they will eradicate lesbianism. What the fuck? Just, what the fuck? Um, but I'm, I'm loving the quote from the person involved yes. I've just been removed because trans people who I who I didn't even see say I was threatening to them or something, and and it's that concept of, but just because you didn't see something doesn't yes. mean it's not happening or it's not existing. So, th- and to me, that's almost like the don't ask, don't tell. Line. No, exactly. But I'm sorry if you walk into a gay establishment with a T-shirt that says LGB Alliance, you know exactly what you're doing. You know that you are. You're there making a point wearing that t-shirt. Like, there's no getting away, away from it. It would be like in Edinburgh walking into the Hearts Stadium with a hips top on. You know that you're trying to drum up trouble. And it's like, um, it's the indignation, oh, I got kicked out. Bitch, you should have got kicked out. It's the extreme. It's such a strange extreme. To me, it's such a strange extremeness because it's not one. That I will ever suffer from, no. personally. So it's it's, it's but, not it's not it's not one which will impact me. It will impact friends, and and in that it's that it sounds awful. It is that kind of sometimes it's very difficult to see prejudice when it's not happening to yourself. Um, because to me to look at a t-shirt off the hawk. So if I was to look at a t-shirt off the hawk, and not really being informed about that what, yes. what that was, I wouldn't really think anything of it. And again, it's a generation thing of growing up where a lot of things are still. LGBT, yes, and and you know even before that, you know I remember it as um, GLB. Mm. You, you 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 know, and I, I think because I've kind of read up a lot about yeah, and the article is good. The, the article the ter- is, is yeah, the, the, is, the, is well is. written. Um, and I'll probably post a link to that. Mm. But my main thing is it, it was the fact that she was indignant about getting kicked out, right? So whether she's part of the LGBT community or not, that's besides the point. Yeah. If you're going to wear 
an anti-trans t-shirt because she knows what that is because she is part of the LGB alliance so she knows what that means yeah to walk into an LGBT plus venue because it was a polo lounge yeah you know that you're going to kick up trouble you there's no getting away from that she's not stupid so you think she's gone in there on purpose so I think I personally think that she went in there on purpose to get a reaction to put it on Twitter to get a couple of retweets I don't think she realised that she was going to get the backlash that she got because she's a silly wee girl and I'm sorry but they should have kicked her out and whether she felt that the trans community was threatened by her or not that doesn't matter the bully's opinion doesn't matter it's the, vict- it's the victims mm-hmm. that get to decide whether they were victimised or not not the perpetrator but she did try to make herself out to be the victim oh absolutely I got kicked out rightly so um, oh, and then the next one is you as well so maybe the, the attendees also sang oh, the songs we are women with vaginas There's... what the fuck is wrong with you because that's not Anna Trans no no but but she's the victim oh no nah. I'd have fucking I'd have battered the hell out of here I would have as a podcast we don't yes. normally <laughs> align to violence apart from Steve no and you've heard him hit me you've I'm, also hit me as well and we've heard that and Paul no. hit you too Paul hit me too yeah um, no <laughs> I'm sorry but and he made you drink he did that was gross <laughs> um, I'm not opposed to violence I'm mm. not and if someone had smacked her in the mouth I think I would have gave them a round of applause and bought them a drink because that a shot doesn't count really as a drink no it doesn't <laughs> you'd have brought them a shot see if she was having a conversation with someone about it and then someone overheard it I would kind of get why there was that sort of indignation that she was kicked out yeah but she was well, in a t- she, she was in a t-shirt which blatantly put a stance yes. where it was yeah um, yeah so next one yes so if you've listened to our last podcast yes. of so long so long so very two long hours and four minutes of talking with um, Paul and Phil Paul and Phil it was, lo- as I say, it was lovely to meet them um, but if you do want to know what went on that listen to the last podcast so yeah they, they came over so we recorded the podcast with them on the Saturday morning then we went to Wings we recorded the podcast uh, with them on Sunday morning the Sunday morning yes um, then we went to Wings after it I love Wings I have this love-hate relationship with Wings because I love it I love it I love it and then I won't go for months and months and months but was that the first time you had been to Wings? yes yes. I thoroughly enjoyed it I would take friends to Wings it is such a good a good venue and the, vibes I, good. And and the food be, is good to be fair I think it was Phil that picked wings yes and, and I'm so glad that he did because that is, that is the type of place that Paul loves so Paul loves that sort of community feel when he's when he's eating yeah and it was we were just kind of picking away and chatting it, it's definitely it was. It, it's definitely somewhere I'd go to but I'd want to go with 30-40 pounds because I think I could probably quite easily yeah. eat 20 bowls um, and then my next one they finally released yes cast listing for RuPaul's Drag, Drag Race, Race season 12 Although coming who, February there was someone posted what they're actually going to be filming in the sort of the next sort of year so there's 12 All Stars 5 UK Celebrity oh no isn't that the nope they're also doing Celebrity I thought that was the straight where they were dressing them as drag queens is that yes, what that one is but yeah. that's Drag Race Celebrity that's what they call okay and then 13 and Aust- between now and December Canada and Australia as Canada well. and Australia and Germany Heidi Klum's doing Germany Michelle must be doing Canada on her own I think she's a guest judge I right. don't think she's on at all um, so yeah so we've seen the list um, I don't think we're going to go through it because we'll keep it till when the, when the yeah, show goes once live it's came on. Um, but we will be doing 
We will the, be um, fantasy, yeah, fantasy, fantasy, fantasy league. league. But what we'll do is we'll also do one on the podcast page. So we'll pick half and half for the podcast page one. Can uh, we do that? Because then if people no, want, no, it to... does it through Facebook. Yeah, but we've got Facebook for the podcast. Yeah, but no, that's a page. It's not an actual Facebook so it doesn't profile. Let, right, so it doesn't so let me do your that. Facebook okay. profile. So, but we'll probably do it as well because um, yeah. um, fuck off. Um, fuck off. So. What we discovered is last year, I picked the wrong ones because because I was trying to pick the ones that you fucked up. Just say you fucked up. I fucked up. I fucked up. (laughs) But I would have won if I had actually picked the queens I wanted to pick, and I thought I was being tactical picking other queens, (laughs) and I shouldn't have picked the ones that I wanted. (laughs) But I totally fucked up. Yeah. So it's coming out, but we will do a. Yeah. We might even do a um, an episode one. Yeah, live one depending uh, on when it's on so, something again. Um, just we might even run it just because we'll that's at the a, end of the month. That's the twenty eighth of February, yeah. I think. Because we'll run it as a section. Yes. And then what we might ask you is throw a question going if anyone actually likes our live uh, we're hot take final yes. episode review. See if we do it for that one. Oh, and then the next, next one, one's mine. The next one was so satisfying. So for oh. the best part of a a week, yeah, towards the end of January, all I got were these messages from you going. I've been called into a meeting. So yeah, so we were call- <laughs> we were called into a meeting at work, but not just Stephen. Sorry, his whole team. The, the, yeah, the whole team, all <laughs> seven of us. And it was one of these things where I would really like all of you to be there. It this, it seemed like very important. And at the back of my mind, just because in every other platform at work, my job roles obsolete. Like it's not there. It's just yeah. literally my my format, and that's it. So I was like, oh yes, we're getting made redundant. Oh, I'm going to have a really good... Because of my length of service and the job that I do, and you get a pay bump and everything because of the job that I do, my redundancy would be over a year and a half salary. So mm-hmm. I was thinking, yes, holiday, I can look for a job that I want to do. I can, you know, just regroup. No. <laughs> it wasn't. They're literally just changing our job role a little bit, which really means we're going to give you extra work and no extra pay. I was gutted. It was very. I funny. was genuinely like so upset. I was like, because I went in, I was like, that's going to be redundancy. Because I'd said to my manager, because the meeting was on my day off, and I was like, I'm supposed to be going to physio. I'm, you know, I'm getting an MRI for my knee. Like, do I really need to be here? Can you not just text me? And he was like, No, I really want to do it face to face. So I had to rearrange my MRI and everything. I was like, It could have been a text. It, it literally could have been, been a text saying your job role changing. I was livid. I'm so not happy. <laughs> and then, of course, for all of us in the UK, yes. Final thing which happened in January. Yep. For everyone here, we are officially now no longer England stole Scotland's EU status. <laughs> Pretty much. Sorry, but that's what it is. It's a theft. It's a theft. It's, it, 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 I. I see a massive divide over both sides of the border because I because I have family on both sides, so I see it from both sides. But there is there is definitely a disconnect for the feeling in Scotland to England at the moment and what is happening. Um, and it's very difficult because obviously a lot of my friends on things like Facebook are pro Europe. Yeah. But that's the problem is I'm not seeing anyone on the other side of the argument, which quite clearly there is more people. But the where, according to the vote, yes, the vote says, and that's. Yes, but that's also an unfair estimation because there is more people in London than is in Scotland. So yes, but when Lon- it comes to vote for... Vo- I'm just using that as an example. Yeah. I know that London voted to, pre- to remain. 
Um, but I'm using that as an example. There is more people in London in one city in England than there is in Holy Scotland. So when it comes to vote for vote, it's not fair. It should have came to percentages, and it should. So Scotland should have voted to leave. Wales should have voted to leave. Northern Ireland should have voted to leave. England should have voted to leave, or we didn't leave. That's not a unified decision. When three out of the four places wanted to st- remain, but because that one place they wanted to leave has more people in it, that's how it worked. That's how it worked. Yeah, no. And it, they, they, stole our, they stole our European status. That's... And it's, and I mean, the, it's still very much a pro-Europe vibe yep. in Edinburgh at the moment. So, so it's, the next eleven months is going to be interesting. London as well. Did you see what Sahid Khan posted? No. You know, even though we're not part of Europe, London is a European city, and we will welcome everyone. And it's like, does the mayor of your biggest city is saying that? Oh, I, I can't articulate. I really can't articulate it. I'm guessing that this is, I would imagine this is what a lot of my LGBTQ plus friends felt in America when they got Trump. Yeah. It's that you just have that huge feeling of despondency where there's nothing you can really do to change it. There's, there's nothing we can do. Yes. And we just have to get on with it and deal with the shitstorm that's going to happen. So yeah, there's that. And that's kind of that's, that's our roundup that's for January. For January, so much. I mean, mine, <laughs> mine's just mostly just been gym and work. And yeah, gym and work, and yours has been work, work, money, operations, physio, Glasgow, Paul and boy. Yeah, they were up. That was my biggest thing for January. What was Paul and the boy? Yeah, that they, they came over. Um, although I do love it that um, Phil was genuinely worried how I was going to like take to him. You should have totally been judgy for the first 20 minutes. I was judging the first 20... No, so... <laughs> to be fair, so the sort of first half hour when they, when they came off the plane, we were uh, on the tram and I was like, and that hotel's easy to get into, and there's someone in that hotel and they've got a really big dick. And <laughs> I genuinely did. Why are you not doing... It was doing literally s- a, a where's where to like, get trade. Why are you not doing a sex tourist thing? <laughs> I've not had that much sex this year. Right, so we're fighting yes. in the break. Um, yes, we will have yep. a break by the lovely who's music by. I still can't pronounce his name. Jonas Gladnikov. Thank you. And we'll see you in a minute. Thank you for being with us, and we're, we're back. Well done. So my quick rugby crowd up, yes. and there's not much change. No, it's exactly so, the same. Yeah, Bingham's happening uh, the 8th to 7th of August 2020 in Ottawa. Um, the Thebans are bidding for 2022. I've still no updates on that. And the Newcastle Ravens are holding the Hadrian Cup the 6th to 8th of March 2020. So not yes. long until that's on. But then a much longer list yes. of things. We have our January... It literally is our January, our January review oh, of yeah. movies. Um so, first one. I think we'll need to go through these quick. Right. So, we're going to do it as quick. So, first one. How many times have you been to see this movie before you say its title? Four. What's it called? Bombshell. What did you think? Oh, my God. It's amazing. If you're a fan of Aaron Sorkin, I'm going to say this. I'm going to go really quickly with these ones. If you're a fan of Aaron Sorkin, you're going to love it. If you're a fan of Margot Robbie, you're going to love it. If you're a fan of what is her name, Charlize Theron, you are going to love it. If you're a fan of John Lithgow, you're going to hate it. Um, it was just amazing. 
the script was great the the acting was fantastic it's all based on a true story every character is based on a real person apart from margot robbie's character um it was just so good um so it's based on the fox scandal of bill o'reilly and i can't remember what john lithgow's character is about the sexual assault the the continued sexual assault and sexual harassment of people um to get them on the air so basically this guy would offer them airtime if he sucked them off and it's about that and it was the first um case where a whole group a, a, a class action essentially brought down a public figure of that magnitude because he made fox news for the murdochs like fox news was nothing it was the the Fox News makes them, I think, a, a third of the Murdoch's profit. Mm. So it's huge. This guy built Fox News for them. Um, but it was just so good. Like, it's, the only thing that would be better is, is if Aaron Sorkin had actually written it. But it felt it was that sort of fast-paced sort of dialogue. Just beyond amazing. Every character was so good. Then the next one we both went to see, 1917. Yeah, 1917. Which is the World War One. Drama. So it was the Saving Private Ryan kind of idea. Yeah. Where the two guys had to go and find the brother and give up, give them news to stop fighting yes. at the front line. Much better than I thought it was going to be. Yes. Very different from what I thought, what I thought it was going to be. Is yeah, it, I didn't expect it to be... It, the feel of the movie is yeah. very different from a lot of war, war movies I've seen Very recently. raw. Yeah. Um, and they don't hide from any of the horror, but it's not done in a... It's not gore porn. Yeah, it, it's not done in that over-the-top over the top way, but the feeling is very real when you watch it. I, I definitely recommend it. It wasn't wasn't what I was expecting. And I thought, I didn't think, and the spoilers, but yeah. this, it was almost a month ago we saw it, I didn't think the brother was going to die that quickly. Yeah. I thought the brother was genuinely going to go and pass on the information, and it wasn't. And it was the friend it who was the died. Friend. Um, and again, if anyone's not seen it, they did release a trailer of, of one of the scenes towards the end of the movie where he's running along the front line yes. and they're coming over the they're coming over the trenches but just watching the filming of that and then watching how it's it's just amazing it, it's edited because is, there wasn't that much editing when, when you actually yeah. look at it it was just it was you, beautifully shot and beautifully coloured um, and some great casting in it yeah some absolutely great casting in it and it, it hits some really raw questions you know and some, and some quite when they're in the bunkers it's quite claustrophobic yes um, and then straight after that, we went to see Jojo Rabbit, Rabbit, which is the World War Two yes. drama, which feel to me feels like it's lots of bits of World War Two drama movies slotted together. Yeah, um, so it feels really disjointed. However, it is a phenomenal casting. It was um, amazing. You didn't see the ending of some of the characters coming. No, as they did. So they kill off a. Um, Scarlett Johansson like I thought they were going to kill her off I just didn't think that that's how it was going to go and it's go. so well done it is, you, ju- you just really feel for the characters yeah um, but but I mean the, the show stealer for all of the serious moments the show the show stealer is definitely undertone of, home of the homosexuals <gasps> oh my god the two SS agents that was so good it was when he like drew how he wanted the uniform to be and was like that's the universe we're going to see that it's fine it's fine and then at the very end he comes in with the sparkles and the pink oh and, and then so they, good. Kind, they, they kind of make him this kind of camp not camp character who then has this very serious redeeming action yes. at the very end is is just like 
the, the character goes from being this comedy character to being very serious, very uh-huh. real, very quickly. And you, you suddenly understand he does know what, what he's doing. Yeah. Um, he, he was great fun. Um, Rebel, Rebel Wilson is the only thing which is a bit disjointed for me with it. She just does, yeah, she I doesn't don't, fit. It just felt like it just wasn't the right casting. Like, I, I kind of get where... Where they were coming from. They she were kind of going for. Oh, and the other one annoys me as well. Who's the thin one who's in the Big Bang Theory just as the extra? The English boy, tall, was playing the SS agent when they turned up. This is a Gestapo. And they turned up with all the guys. Can remember turned up at the house and goes through the house? Um, remember that I don't really watch... No, but you did know who he was um, last time. Two seconds. I will find it. So it's not Sam Rockwell you're talking about. No. Oh, Stephen Merchant. Stephen Merchant. Ugh. The only thing about him is he felt like he based his character off Rollo Alo. Yes. It did very much feel like this is the Gestapo. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, it was. It was just a bit. Blah. Right. Yeah. So then I went to see Seaburg, and I think it was an advanced screening. I think that was when. It was probably a Tuesday. Yes. Um. So. I really enjoyed it. It's not a, f- a film that you can say is good or bad. It was just it's a film that's there. What's it about? Um, so it's about a new wave um, actress, French. Oh yes. Yeah. Um, the girl from Twilight. Yes, Kirsten Stewart. Kristen. Kirsten. Kristen. Kristen. Um, in the late seventies, she went back to LA to film something, and she kind of got herself affiliated with the Black Panthers. And it was all about how she was targeted by the FBI and Hoover to kind of discredit her. Mm. Um, and it's based on a true story. It's not like that hard hitting. Like, it's not like a, you know, like full on, like really hard, deep, almost biopic. It was definitely a dramatization of it. But I, I, really, I really liked it. Hasn't There's, she got an Oscar nomination for it? Or has the movie got a nomination? Um, uh, they came out the Oscars nominations came out Have they? Oh, no, I'll I, I don't know um, but I really liked it if I was a bit apprehensive about it because I don't like her as an actress mm. although she was amazing in Charlie's Angels you're growing and she's growing that was you. the reason why I went to see because like, she was so good in Charlie's Angels I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt and she's maybe actually a good actress um, but yeah no I really enjoyed it I probably wouldn't go and see it again but I really enjoyed it then the next one we went to see together, which was Bad Boys, Boys Bad, Bad Boys. Boys. What you gonna do? So awful, but awful in oh, a good way. It was so bad. It is exactly what you expect from a Will Smith movie in a really bad way. Yeah. Phenomenal casting, great moments. Yeah. The chase scenes are great fun in it. The the chase scenes were awful. The, the hot boy. They were so bad. The hot boy. Yes. So there's lots of hot boys there's in it. There's lots of really hot guys in it. There's lots of there's lots of hot guys in it with the undertone of are they, aren't they? Yes. Um which which is good fun. Um but it's it's all of the in jokes around Will Smith being old yeah. in it as well, which is fun. Um with with that kind of his character thinking he's still twenty. Twenty, and then this kind of they, and they don't hide from the fact of it's like you're quite clearly not. Yeah. <laughs> it's when they're chasing around in the the, the motorbike or the car. club oh the on the Kia yeah it's like oh my that was the best thing ever and they abandoned the baby at the um, spa yeah <laughs> it's like no no you're not yes 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 <laughs> shut the door <laughs> shut the door and then they're driving off it's like I think I forgot the wet wipes <laughs> oh and then they trash her car um, 
No, good fun. If you want something lighthearted and a laugh, yeah, definitely yes. go for it. The next one I about to see Waves. That is not a lighthearted movie. Um, it's a drama. I th- I want to say it's set in Florida. Is this the surfy one? No. What what surfy one? I don't know. I thought there was another surfy no. one coming up. So it is. It's, it's based in Florida and it's about this family that are kind of just living their their lives. Um, the son is the the wrestling champion and he wants to go to state and all of that. And the father that pushes him and the mother that's trying to like you know balance everything out. And halfway through it, he ends up murdering his ex girlfriend. Not really on purpose. They have an argument and he hits her and she falls and cracks her head. Right. But then it's all about, you know, what happens to the family after he's in jail. Mm. And then it's more about the little sister and how she comes to terms with it and everything. <sighs> Sounds a bit heavy. It was a little bit heavy. I'm not going to lie. It was definitely one of those films that I, I think I was bored and there was nothing to do. And I was like, I'm going to go to the cinema. What have I not seen? Oh, I've not seen that. And yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and then moving right. on from that to the next extreme, oh. one I dragged you to see, which actually I thoroughly enjoyed. So they've redone David Copperfield. I'm not sure what I watched. <laughs> Phenomenal cast. Tilda Swinton was awesome. It's I'm just going to say that Tilda Swinton was awesome. Lovingly paced, looks beautiful. Um, the bad guys, great casting because you want to hate the bad guys in it. Yeah, the, the good guys, you know the good guys because you do want to love all the good guys. Uh, and it was just it was, it was what it was it's a piece of fluff cinema it was like someone said we're going to film this amazing book but you're all going to be pantomime characters <laughs> which is what it is I, oh. um, and it was it was. I enjoyed it it was it was such fun I'm not going to say I didn't enjoy it it's just but not I'm still your not sure <laughs> what I saw I um, don't and then the next one was a DVD. Yes. So so, I, so we talked about this in January. Yeah. Um, so The Shining Shrimps, which is a DVD about the French water polo, gay water polo team trying to get to the Croatian gay games. Yes. Um, it is in French, but it is such fun. It, it is, is fun. a cliche upon cliche oh, yeah. of a movie. So if you've, you know, you've the token, I'm just coming out gay. This is the first person yeah. I've had sex with. I love them. I love them. Oh God, they we've come to a gay event. And they've gone yes. off with someone else. My heart's broken. And obviously, everyone else dealing with it. The married couple, but now divorced. The married dad with kids, yeah. married to his husband. You, you know the I'm dying, but I'm not dying of AIDS, um, which is always nice in the yes. game movie. No, don't, don't get me wrong. I don't mind a death. It's nice when it's not someone going. Oh, it's AIDS related. Um, within gay cinema because for, for a long time yeah. that is if you're the gay character old, that is what yeah you, you've got AIDS and that's your plot line um, you die um, and the token the token straight homophobe yes with a good bum with a really good bum um, who could be in a trigger movie oh they all could have been um, I'd I'd recommend it I mean it's a tenor from Fop Fop yeah. go and buy it you can, you can get it on Google Play you can get it on iTunes um and the, the transvestite girl in it is phenomenal. Her character is such fun. Yeah. Um <laughs> I have I have to say I could literally cast it with Oh, you could cast it here. With English actors and actresses and it would make an amazing movie as well. Uh, it is to me, this would make a great BBC four four episode yeah. 
See, because they could stretch it out. They could stretch it out to like four one-hour episodes. Quite clearly, and it's it is just as right. If you don't mind watching an international movie, or if you, you know you're fluent in French, it the is... thing is, you could even if you didn't have the subtitles, you can get the story. Like you don't need oh. the subtitles to understand what the, the story is about. What the subtitles help with is some of the in jokes. Yeah, with it. There, there's lots of. You know, the the guy walks into the changing room early on and goes, you, you, you know, it's like I'm looking for the gay swim team, and the, and one of the guys turns around and goes, "Do we look gay?" And you're like, you could just see this line happen. Yeah. It's also lots of shots with the wind speeders. Yes, which is always a good thing. And the guy that's got the cancer is really hot. Yes. But they also have Ginger Daddy Bear, which is equally... I mean, so, so, to, so to simplify it, if you want to watch a movie with every gay stereotype yes. from twink to bear... Yeah. <laughs> and everything in between, it is it pretty Although much... I did like the that the cub was the drug pusher. <gasps> yeah, That was so... And it's so, so true. Yeah, it's yeah, so the, true. The, the cub turns up the club venue is the only woman going, here, have a pill! <laughs> I know life's shit. Yes, have a pretty pill. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's also the shortest. Yes, yeah, really short. <laughs> and you don't realise there's a scene towards the end where they're all standing together and you suddenly go, Oh, you are teeny yeah. tiny. Um and then after that we went to see the rhythm section. We did with your favourite actress. Yes. With her mole. Yes. Blake Lively. Yes, well done. See, I was just gonna go um the posh girl from the yes. school thing. <laughs> yes. Which everyone would understand. I really enjoyed it. I know that you didn't no, enjoy I didn't, it. I didn't say I didn't enjoy it. I said it was slow to yes. start. The first 20 minutes are not needed for that movie. Because I... See, you've said this about a few movies that I've really enjoyed. Because I like the, the slow start. And then it, it revs up. Because then you get that feeling of, oh, something's going to happen, something's going to happen, something's going to happen. Whereas I think you like... So especially I've... a movie like that, that you would have liked it to have pretty much started when she started killing or going after people. No. I just don't need twenty minutes of a non-relevant backstory. That but back, relevant. but no, that back the backstory relevant bits we're getting are not needed. We know she's a junkie. We know she's a hooker. Uh-huh. We know the family have died. Yes, we didn't need twenty minutes of flashbacks to her for nothing. Which added nothing to the storyline. It didn't explain to her why she hadn't gone on holiday. It didn't explain to her why the rest of the family decided to go on. Holiday. It didn't add anything to the story. It doesn't. Nothing has to add to the yes, story. Yes, it does. No, it it's doesn't. A story. No, it doesn't. It's like having a chapter about nothing in the book, right? It didn't add. I liked it. I don't care. <laughs> and she gets the pink glass out of her hands. Oh, that was so gross. And oh. it also leads to the fact that she can't drive. I'm sure she can't drive a Gossip Girl as well. That was so funny. <laughs> that 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 is a good car chase sequence. It is a good car chase sequence, but it's also what you'd be like driving a car. Oh, there God, was yeah. lots of screaming. Oh god, yeah. <laughs> Looking around. Looking around. But and she fails to actually kill anyone violently. I know. <laughs> it's all accidental, <laughs> yeah. pretty much. No, I re- I really liked it. I but I, every so often it was like, like my my eternal monologue was definitely like. Why have they put Blake Lively in a costume like that? But mine's halfway through it was, oh, Blake Lively's quite clearly auditioned for Judy and she didn't yeah. get it. And this has been the movie which has been on at the same time because a lot of the se- a lot of the frames and a lot of the scene, she looks like Judy Garland. Yeah, and but, that's, she, she... but that's more the fact that she was wigged. I mean, those yeah. wigs were awesome. Oh, and the, the makeup artist, props to the makeup artist. Can I point out what annoys me with her hair? Is it never grows and she never goes for a haircut. 
the entire that's because she's wearing wigs the, but the entire length of the movie they never explain this they just you just have to assume that she has this one haircut from when she's a junkie to when she gets to the end of the movie her hair never grows and doesn't change she never has a haircut but she ever she does no she doesn't she does she doesn't she never has a haircut in that movie she does you literally see her cutting her hair and dyeing it from blonde to black no you don't yes you do and that is no different from how she looks at the beginning that hair it's is cut so, and it's black it's not it's, it goes black and that was an awful black wig but you physically see her cutting her yeah. hair you do it's still you the same go, style you have to, you've literally she, no, no. she cuts her hair to the same style you literally said that you don't see her getting her hair cut you, there, is a, there is a scene where she cuts and colours her hair she cuts and colours her hair into exactly the same as what it looked like before she but cut you it. still see her do that so she didn't cut her hair you it still looks... see her do that you still see her do that the hair looks the same you still see her do and, that okay if you have a haircut I expect your hair to look different that they basically got her two wigs the same one in black one in brown and went pretend you're cutting your hair we're just going to put yes, the black one on now but, but you've just moaned but, but it doesn't change pretending. it doesn't grow it never grows because she wears wigs but they don't explain this in the movie <laughs> they do you see her putting on the wig when she play, um, when she pretends to be but the hair's no longer when she's cutting it that's but, the problem because it's a wig so she has the short it's wig it's a wig right, okay so she has the short wig on that she's pretending to cut which she then puts on the black wig which is the same short wig no as it's the shorter wig. it's not it is it's not it is I'm going to get some screenshots <laughs> it's not it you is. wanted these movies to be quick come on it all is and then my last one Doolittle Doolittle you don't know what you went to see there again did you <laughs> so uh, Iron Man does animal puppetry with a really really bad dodgy Welsh accent and some of the CGI was bad as well I didn't mind the CGI it is definitely a, a kids movie that you can take adults to we laughed at so many inappropriate yes. jokes through that which I think the kids were laughing at us laughing oh, at oh yeah um, no but, look 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 sorry that goes to there, the mm-hmm. blonde wig. Oh, look, the picture didn't start last. Right? Shorter. It's the same Longer? thing. No, it's not. God, she has the same bangs. She looks like Madonna. Oh, well. look, there's really long hair. Because that that's is a the, wig. That's the wig. We yes. know that's the wig. She takes that one off. So, longer blonde hair. Also, there's a scene in um, The Shining Crimps Have You Got, which reminds me of you. Which is when the We're girl... deviating because you're not willing to admit it. I'm also because I'm right. Um, it's when the you're girl... You're not right. It's when the girl comes up going, I'm not getting laid in here at all unless I get yeah. the straight bouncer. So you. Um, Longer blonde hair. Back to Shorter t- dark hair. Moving on. Yeah, because you were Move wrong. Move on. You were wrong and I was pointing it out. You're still not wrong. You are wrong. I'm not. 100% wrong. Moving on. Yeah, do little. Do little. Don't go see it. I think good... If, nope. if you want something which is a bit of fluff, go and see it. No, they have John Cena in it, and he's not topless. Mm. He's got his new ones coming out, isn't it? In March. No, that's not John Cena. That's no. Batista. Mm. Um, I liked it. I thought it was fun. It's. I think you'll get another movie from it. There were there were funny bits. I think we've got a chance for another movie. The actor who's not Simon Pegg, who no. played Simon Pegg through the entire movie, was confusing. I, for honestly, for the first like half hour, I was like, I didn't know Simon Pegg was in this because I hate Simon Pegg. Sorry, what? back to Shining Shrimps. Yes. Just because it's on the background. The moment where the um, the, the Sister Perpetual Indulgence yeah. opens up the light-up fan. It was a book. It's oh, was it a, a book? It was a fan. You're right. The no, it's a Bible. Book. 
Oh, it was genius. Um, are we having another break or are we just going to keep going? Um, we'll just go. Just keep going. Yeah, because we're almost done. Yes. Um, so, Instagram pages. Yes. So, we've, we've narrowed it down this week. So, we're just going to give you guys Phil and Paul's. Yes. Just because we didn't really... We did. But, but we... we didn't officially no you can throw them in so we throw them in um, so yeah so our pages of the week are husky underscore alex underscore and that is paul there'll be a lot of gym ass pics and phil's which is private so if you do want to see it you'll have to join it is I am I'm phil I'm underscore phil underscore stuart and phil is with two l's it is indeed and currently what we've got is lots of food pictures and whining because he has to get buses yes. on a Sunday and apparently transport in Ireland is not good on a Sunday I can't imagine it is <laughs> um, so yeah follow those two guys mm. um, future plans future plans we have Edinburgh Pride which is the 13th of June which I forgot to take off from work Ooh. I had everything booked off I had Bear Scots booked off Bear Bash booked off Manchester Pride booked off not Edinburgh Pride so I've got off now and then Bear Bash 23 yes. Studio 54 is on the 30th of April to the 4th of May yes. for anyone in the UK going remember it is no longer a UK bank holiday no. weekend the bank holidays move to the Friday so if you are going you are going to need to take the extra days yes but it also means that the hotels are cheaper mm. like a lot cheaper oh is it yeah oh, that's so, cool um, last year for the hotel that I booked it was £500 for mm-hmm. the four nights um, booking it this year it's 320 for the exact same room mm. and the, the same um, perks and everything that you get um, and apart from that movies and gym kind yes. of on for me what about you work oh, and, and we're we're um, dual testing on Monday oh yeah <laughs> oh, oh. I bet I'm in now quicker than you because I can find my veins the last time I was with 10 minutes it took I was in and out before my actual appointment was due that's what I'm kind of hoping. That's the one advantage of getting the early appointment. Yeah, and that's, if, if they're open and running, they'll usually see you quick yeah. to try and get on top of things. Which is why I'm usually there about half past eight. It's like yeah. the doors open. It's like let me in. Plus, it's that horrible of it when you have a booked appointment and you try to get to the front of the queue to go. I have a booked appointment. Get out of my way with your scuzzy yellow card. Yes. Um, All the school kids getting their um, oh. morning after. Actually, usually when I've got this, mostly guys. Nah, it's, it's school kids. So that girls usually. Right, anything else you want um, to go over? God, this has been quick for coming over a month. Quick. So anyone listening, this will be a lot shorter than my yes. last one. Because <laughs> um, we're moving into February. We're moving into February. Other than you post ash pics, you do. My nephew's officially turning one this month. Oh, by your DVM. Because I thought it was a more interesting point than you bringing up something <laughs> nope. which you're not going to win again. Oh, no, but... but... Yeah, no, but I will. That's fine. <laughs> I like that. It's fine. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Should we do? No, but yeah. No, but yeah. Um, <gasps> what? Um, sorry again, because the shining shrimps are on the background. Can you remember the inappropriate sex scene between the American and the older man? <gasps> yeah, <laughs> that was so. There's, good. there is, there is some inappropriate sex, that, and you don't ever see anything that it's no. the noises you hear is great. <laughs> um, sorry, it was just that. And checking him out in the thing. Um, anything for you on for February? Um, oh, God, it was good. The, I did have two things because I forgot to add them in because I couldn't add it in because well it's a picture, done. didn't I? Slow clap. Slow clap. You can add pictures in. Um, because I saved it as a picture because I didn't know how to oh, save yeah. it as a picture. Oh, you can save it. Um, so we do have a special edition of the 11th Social. It's happening at the Regent uh, 
on Sunday the 1st of March at 3pm so probably took a little long to that um, so that's the beginning of March yes. and the other one was the um, the Bears Night thing it's not Bears Night it's not you're right it's an all inclusive men's yes. night it's a cruise bar yeah they're trying to open up a cruise bar is that what you think it is no yes what do you mean like you've not looked over what it is it's a cruise bar in the old town uh, there we go Squeal that's what yes. it's called so Squeal's opening up so it's an, a new men's only night in our dark and cruisy speakeasy yes, there we go <laughs> expect, expect low lights sleazy funk and sexy men what's sleazy funk I feel that I'd be disappointed if there's not pop it's not it's not <laughs> going to be pop um, so it's in the form of Newtown so they are running it as a one-off event to see how it yes. goes um, which to be honest with you Edinburgh is missing a slightly older male specific venue which isn't yes a, a high energy pop venue you know don't, don't get me wrong I like the region but to me the region's the region's such a pub pub now yeah that it does it doesn't have any it's a venue rather than yeah and it's it's quiet as well so what they're looking for is they're welcoming all men of or those of male identity well done who are bears jobs leather men rubber, men, rubber pubs muscles guys rubber boys curious twinks if they're lost um, and basically they're looking to create that men's bar vibe which Edinburgh has lost since new town closed so that is very end of the month so that's the 29th of February um, from 9 till 2 so it's basically going to be a and dark it, room with loud thumping music in well yep. I've only been in the new town once can you remember when we went in the new year that was in the new town well, well it's a building though wasn't it nope yeah it was nope we were where the new time used to be, uh-huh. we went. So it was the year you didn't stand on the phone. Is that where we went? That is where it was. All right. <clears throat> Sorry, wait a minute. Very quickly. I'm not saying you're wrong because I, I was too <laughs> pissed off. Yeah. At no, your no, friend. I, that night. Right, and I get, and I get, but that's, but that's where that was. So I've only been in that venue once since the the new layout went in because I couldn't find toilets. <laughs> time for a pee, and the. <laughs> Used well, to be it says a... pee. <laughs> no, it didn't need to pee. It's on those nights when you go pee and you're like, why am I still peeing? <laughs> um, I didn't realise that's where that was. That, no, that's that's that was in the new the, right. the new time. So yeah, that's that's happening there. So hopefully, so if you're looking we'll to have more. anonymous sex <laughs> in a new bar, <laughs> um, yes, go to school. Um, Let, let's call it what it is. I'm not saying it's a bad thing, and I'm not berating it for that but that's yeah. what it is I don't know I'm I'm kind of open to see what they do with her right yes are you done yes what did you just edit I didn't you I did probably just hit delete when I've tried to come back into the notes you keep doing this I also love that it says I've edited if I put a space you have in. no what? you put a random dot in the bottom <laughs> See, I told you it'll have done something when I've come back in. Oh, I love it when I go in and put a space in and you can't find it. No, it's what what annoys me is when you, you add things and then remove it, thinking, oh, it's not going to remove it from Stevens, it'll just remove it from mine. And no, it doesn't, it removes it from all of them. I've stopped doing that now, haven't I? Yes. Thank you. Right, ready? Um, nope, because I need to scroll back to where we were because you added things. Right, ready? <laughs> Are you sure? Yes. So please subscribe, review and follow Bear With Me on iTunes 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 SoundCloud Spotify and Stitcher and you can follow us on Instagram and Facebook please remember on Instagram 9 times out of 10 it'll be Stephen who replies first and I will eventually get in there when I figure out how to switch my profiles 
Yep. Um, you can contact the show by email at podcastbearwithme at gmail.com and Instagram at podcastbearwithme. So we will be starting a Ask Us Anything. Yeah, so we we'll have started. So every couple of days I'll repost. Are we going to do it every couple of days or if just once a couple of weeks? Or I'll, I'll, I'll do it every couple of days. I'll see if there's less questions coming in then we'll maybe do it once a week. Yeah. But once we've got a fair amount of questions... Um, and I'll probably just share it on my page because yeah. the last time I tried to do and ask me anything on my own page I got so lost about what the hell I was doing with yes. it yes um, anything else we got planned? no but you've still missed bits nope I know where I am you can follow myself on Instagram at Sparky Club and you can follow me at Just a Hometown Boy and I have content now <laughs> and I posted 8 dick pics on Instagram still haven't taken them down that's really nothing to be proud of. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Yes, it is. It's really not. It's sticking two fingers up at the establishment. It totally is. No, you're just being, you're just being awkward now with it. Bill, Instagram or cunts? You're so satisfied with yourself, though. I am. You, this is where it would be great to have a video of just how happy you are at this I moment. Am. Right, are we ready? Yes. Thank, Thank you, you for, for listening, listening to us, us and bear with me. me.